Heyo, I'm Shannon Paradis, your host and founder of Learn, Laugh, Leap. I'll be bringing you content about self-discovery, how people find their purpose, live joyfully, and make an explosive impact on those around them. The podcast at its core is centered around health and wellness, but I want to start by learning from people that light up my life personally, laugh a lot, and then I want to have conversations with people that change the way we dream and empower us to leap forward. I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Let's leap in. Our first guest on Learn, Laugh, Leap is a force to be reckoned with. She is a powerhouse athletically, visually stunning, positively positive, and it seems she travels around the world in the blink of an eye while spinning plates for everyone in her personal and professional life. Are there two of her? I don't know, but it leads me to believe that she is one Gal Gadot dimple away from being Wonder Woman. She is one of my biggest cheerleaders, she has a passion for life like nobody's biz, and she's been my longest standing source of inspiration in health and wellness. Please welcome mi madre y numero uno stana, Karen Clicks! Let's talk about a couple things that happened today. When I picked Maddie up from school, she said, does grandma even have birthdays? And then when we were at the pool, there was a little girl, she was six or seven years old, and she said, are you Maddie's mom? She did. And you said... And I said, no, I am Maddie's mother's mom. And she said, no, you're not a mom because I heard you say that you were Maddie's grandma, but you look like her mom. (laughs) So these are just some of the things that are exactly what we're going to be talking about is how the hell did you pull this off? You are twice my age, actually. I am. And I'm aging twice as fast as you are. So what? What is going on? want to talk about wellness first. So, Mom, you do have an aura of happiness about you and you do carry a real zest for life, which I don't see very often in people. So what has you excited about waking up each morning and how do you maintain a positive attitude? Well, my mom told me when I was little that I used to bound out of bed. Now, that would be before I had an awareness that there was something that I didn't choose to do. It just happened. It was part of me. So I think through the years, you develop how you're going to channel that and what you're going to do with that and the choices that you make. So I think now I still bound out of bed. I still have a massive amount of energy and I'm just wired that way and I'm fortunate to be wired that way and what excites me is people and making a difference moving the needle each day and contributing. That's awesome and just going back to the bouncing out of bed what was it that you did when we left the gym today? Oh okay I couldn't resist it was the perfect staircase with a rail absolutely begging to be slid down. (laughs) And yeah, like, so I'm not even doing that. I don't want to. I don't want to break my hip. I was like, Mom, don't break a hip. Thinking about myself. Yeah, no problem. It was really fun. Is there some sort of hierarchy of needs or wants for you? If we had a food pyramid of Karen's. <laughs> 
what what makes her <laughs> whole? Oh, starting with the grains at the bottom. <laughs> I love that word. That's an interesting choice Twist of words it. that you used because two people don't make one, don't make a whole. You want to be whole. Two people make two whole uh, fantastic differences rather than seeing yourself as lacking and that you need another being or something else. And if nothing else, maybe it even makes you stop short of becoming all you can be because you lean on someone else to fulfill that void. I love that. (laughs) Thanks. So wholeness does matter. Uh, The more whole you are, uh, the sense is, what can't I do? There isn't anything. The sky's the limit. But my goal, certainly in in raising our three girls, was um, for them to have that sense of wholeness and to be uh, in all areas of their life, the the physical, the spiritual, uh, the mental, and the emotional. Awesome. Have it all. Have it all. Have your cake and eat it too. Oh, yeah. Do you have a mantra or a life mission that you're striving for each day or even, you know, something that you want people to remember you by? Wow, that's... That is quite a question, but that's an easy answer too. I can easily answer that. I would hope that all that people have given to me that have helped make me who I am, that I've embraced and chosen to make a part of my life, that the same will happen for others. And that after I'm gone, they would embrace parts of them that they said, that reminds me of, or she was like that, or that was something she would love. Because then I have I have a legacy that has to do with good and uh, them perpetuating that and and making a difference in other people's lives. Sorry. Don't cry. Don't cry. I will hold you. (laughs) What gives you the most joy, whether it's anticipation of moments or um, being with certain people? What does it for you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is my family. There isn't any time I'm happier than when there's the chaos of our family (laughs) all together. Everyone. That's the word that's used. All of them. Well, it's chaos when we're all together because uh, we all, for the most part, have big personalities and uh, there's a lot of children and which we love and they all bring the energy and the excitement and the innocence uh, that we all love and appreciate. And so I would say that is what I anticipate most uh, and enjoy. It's always people. It's always people. Uh, And it can be friends, it can be family, uh, loved ones, or strangers. And I do savor and capture snippets of moments. Not days, not hours. Etched forever. It doesn't have to be captured on a camera, but etched forever in my mind are little pieces that have to do with individuals. And like I said, some of them are strangers. Hmm, interesting. And that same thing goes for me. Let's talk about getting your fit on. This woman is a fit powerhouse. So just being in my element right now with two kids, there's no way for me to exercise unless I take them to the gym and put them in the daycare. Otherwise they're crawling on me while I'm trying to do sit-ups. And I just wonder when you were raising three children, did you ever feel like you got into a cadence with exercising? How did you incorporate that into your everyday life? It wasn't that difficult. I'm not sure why it's different now than it was then. <laughs> but these, it, are, these are harder times. Yeah. I tell you. (laughs) 
And, you know, we had three. You had two. Come on. I don't know. Jeez. Um, for, but okay, we played. So it wasn't hard. <laughs> no, I just mean we did. We were in a cadence, and we played sports together. We played softball two times a week minimum until we got into playoffs, and then and then you got a black eye. <laughs> okay, you're derailing here. I'm sorry. And then on the weekends it would be aerobics, and so my husband, your dad, would stay with the kids, and I'd go in for an hour or hour and fifteen minutes, and maybe I caught a class during the week, but I think it was just the softball and chasing children. And then aerobics on the weekend, I felt like it was enough. I felt like I, I had what I wanted. Yes, it was push because the kids get older and they have activities they're involved in and they want to do their own sports and clubs and after school activities but I think it's just a discipline that you get into and you manage it and if you if you're on task and figure it out it you know it works. Our friends in high school called you pipes because your biceps were and are something to be admired. I still am trying to get there. I can't even do a pull-up. And I remember we used to have push-up challenges at home and you would always kick our butts. So what's, what is the secret there? Are there, are there any specific routines that you use for your arms? Like what's going on? I think. I think that some of this is physiology that I don't really have any control over because I remember between the age, say, 30 and 45, the aerobics instructor, I knew how many classes she was teaching, and she looked like a Barbie doll, but she didn't have a lot of definition. And so I attribute some of it to maybe I had a high level of testosterone, Hmm. and therefore it just was more obvious. My definition was more obvious because I know what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel that I did more necessarily than somebody else. While I'm not dismissing that I didn't, I did work, but I don't think I was obsessive about it, and I don't think I did an unusual amount more than someone else, but certainly between how we ate in the home and and then the exercise and the activity, and I think that I also, even back then, tried to do CrossFit, you know, doing things that, when I say CrossFit, I mean cross-training, something that was okay, different. Yeah, the CrossFit now not is CrossFit, entirely yeah. different. <laughs> and it was the wrong word. <laughs> Cross training. Cross training. So it's not like you were doing 20 push-ups in the morning or you had like certain amount of sets that you needed to get through in order to say, okay, now. No, because other than the sports, it was aerobic classes and they were different. They might've been a step class. They might've been a bodybuilder class. They, they may have been sculpting. And there were a lot of things that were tried and, you know, worked or didn't work in aerobics as far as um, they moved on from things. There was a thing called a slider that we did gliding I think it was Mm -hmm. called and I definitely uh, got into rollerblading later so you know that's I mean lots of different things yeah variety is the spice of life and it totally helps in exercise too I firmly believe that how many days a week are you exercising not as much as I'd like to (laughs) because you're traveling around the world to see people like me (laughs) yes because I'm traveling and my body misses exercise when you've had it your whole life it's not like it was something I picked up late in life I was always active so Exercise was always a part of my life, and my body wants it, needs it. I get crabby if I don't have it. So mental, again, those things, mental, physical, spiritual. Now it's yoga, but they're, they are still very important to me, and I'm, I'm not as happy on a daily basis when I 
know I'm not get my body's not getting all that it needs. Talk to me about yoga, how you got into it, and what it does for you. I avoided yoga for the longest period of time because if I wasn't sweating, I didn't want to do it. It was the same thing with golf. Wow, that takes way too long, and you're really not sweating unless you're <laughs> carrying the clubs and the whole thing. It was too cerebral for me. Didn't that didn't appeal to me at all? I wanted to work. I wanted to you know feel my heart pumping, and I wanted to sweat to walk away and feel my muscles talking to me the next day. So I've had a friend, a very dear friend for years and years, and I really did see the impact that it had on her life and how calm and thoughtful and so many qualities that I really respected that she has. And I finally just did it. And I went to this class and it, I still, to this day, and it's probably been six months, almost without fail, I weep when I go to that class because of how, how much I walk away from in the meditation area, the freedom I feel in in the flexibility. Uh, Do you feel like your flexibility has gotten better since you started? Well, it's a, it's, it's completely different than what you do at the gym. It's completely different. And there's a focus that is on your inner core and then it ties into so many other areas of your life that I am keen to be better at and, and very much want to improve and expand on. And I feel like it's exponential. So I'm really, really happy that I finally, whatever the resistance was, I'm disappointed in myself that I waited this long because I truly feel as if I could have availed myself to this for years and would have fully appreciated it. So, hey, at least I'm on the wagon now. Yeah. How much of the practice and what you're getting from it has to do with the instructor versus... Like, could you go to another class and get that same enthusiasm? Well, I haven't seen it, so that's interesting you would say that. I went to one other instructor at the same place, at the same studio, and it was not anywhere near the same. And I think I mentioned to you the qualities that this person possesses is something I put on a plateau that I've only other ever seen in maybe one other person, and that would be Tom Black, who was my teacher. Oh. And that is someone who is completely, there is no self. The self completely falls away and they're just a pipeline. And you're not looking at that person and putting them on a pedestal. You actually see and realize that they're a pipeline. And to me, it is beyond words how someone can accomplish that, that it's that real, that tangible, and yet it's intangible. Do you meditate at all? Yes. Yes. Is that a daily routine? Yes, it is. But it's not a routine and it's not a, okay, I'm going to do this at this time. It is a witting acknowledgement of capturing a moment that I have an awareness of something that I appreciate and I appreciate fully. And then usually at night I would recap that or in the morning first thing where it just comes to mind automatically. So it is conditioned without being a, hey, I'm going to do this. Love that. How challenging was it each time that you had a child to get back to feeling great or getting into a routine or your pre-baby body, as some might call it? Well, I'm not a patient person. (laughs) It's got to be no! Exactly. And uh, so... I don't remember being frustrated with that other than the nursing and, okay, so everything is 
changed. I do remember each time not liking what I saw, and probably that was enough. It was probably enough to say, wow, look what your body does, and instead of being in awe of that, I think I looked at it um, not as attractive or beautiful at all. It was just something to be reckoned with. Of course, the baby was a completely different (laughs) thing. Love my babies, Uh, but I just wanted... You know, I, it really just wasn't even an option. It'd be like the clothes just have to fit. I was never about weight or it was really just, did the clothes fit and do I feel good about myself? And then I had every year I had to have, I had to have a new swimsuit and I had to look good in it. Every year that was my goal. I had a goal. And so I'd go out and buy one and I'd go, okay, I did it. Okay, move on to the next year. I'm ready. Bring it on. It is so, it's so inspiring. And I, I will never forget, and I wish I had my own copy of this picture of you with, I don't even know who it was, Lindsay, Caitlin, or me, but in the water, and you've got like six-pack abs. It's an eight-pack. I'm like, oh, this woman is just so amazing, but it's not, it's it's hard work, right? It's not just a cakewalk. It is If hard we work. could just eat cake and walk, that would <laughs> People constantly ask if my mom is my sister, and they all say there's no way that she could be a grandma. It's comments like these that prompt me to ask her what her secrets are. Maybe I just have good genes. (laughs) I think think keeping it simple, that's for sure me. I mean, I'm not, I'm interested in anything there is out there that's oh, tell me what the latest and the greatest, and I rely on my children. They tell me a lot. My girls are, uh, hey, mom, have you tried this? Or what do you think of this? And if it, I filter it through, and if it feels right for me, then I, I may do that. I've always used Nivea cream, but I don't attribute that to anything other than I, I liked it. I thought you might say Nivea. <laughs> I, and it's so interesting that simplicity can sometimes be, in its rawest form, the best thing that you can do for your body. Mm-hmm. And there are all these beauty products out there and you could have 10 different things that you layer on your skin. But at the end of the day, I look at you and I think, if I could look like this in 30 years, oh my gosh. And you guys, full disclosure here, my husband has said, as long as you look like your mom in 30 years, oh my God. we're good to go. So I'm oh, like, wow. oh, I hope That's I'm tracking. So nice. I hope I'm tracking. But but so interesting that you know Nivea cream is not something that my friends talk about, but it's something that you've used for years and and our family used for a long time. Yeah, and we're not sponsored by them, <laughs> so we're just saying it. What else lies ahead for you? What are you excited to achieve or cross off your list next? That's easy. It's been on my list for too long. I have high aspirations for 2018. Oh, you want to finish the sentence because you know. Go ahead. New Zealand? New Zealand for sure. And then I've always wanted to build something, make something, have it be, or a renovation. And I've tried, you know, I've explored a couple of options that haven't panned out. So right now I'm looking into a renovation and I've got, I'm meeting with an architect uh, next week. So I'm kind of excited about that. We'll see where it goes. It's time, really, I think what I'm most excited about this year is making some choices that may not be the right ones, but I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm kind of a deliberator. I kind of like to think things through and, and hope they're right because I've spent time thinking them through and then 
have that listening to that sense that says, yes, go for it. And that hasn't come very clear to me in certain areas of my life. And I'm ready just to take the steps and and live with those steps. And if they're not the right ones, that's okay. We'll just stop and go down the other road. That is awesome. I'm so excited to see. And maybe I even get to join you in New Zealand. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. But I can't do it this year. Oh, darn. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Getting into the meatiest of meats. (laughs) Have you ever been so lazy that you start putting on a pair of skinny jeans and your heel gets stuck on the tapered part and you just go, I'm going to eat a whole bag of Doritos and wear sweatpants to that dinner party. (laughs) But like the point of that question is just, has there been a down day where you're like, I'm going to just eat that whole wheel of cheese. (laughs) No, it might be a whole corner of a, of of a wedding cake with both sides of the frosting. But I can guarantee you that whatever dress I wore, I worked hard to get into that dress and I figured one night. So that I would do. Dang. What's your kryptonite? I've never seen you say yes to a milkshake. How do you Uh, handle that? You know what? You are what you eat. And I guess I care about what I am. Wow. Damn. Don't have that kind of dedication. (laughs) Okay. And then, so when you guys were younger... When I could, have, you could have more. One could have more calories as a woman. It was easy. It my my discipline and my regimen was during the week. Absolutely had to watch what I ate, and the weekends were mine. But oh. that didn't mean I was a terror because I didn't. It it couldn't just be lose everything you did in the week. It it could be okay. Now I can enjoy whatever it might be that I wouldn't normally have during the week. And that worked for me. Was it like one piece of pepperoni? (laughs) No, it would probably be two pieces of Jet's Pizza instead of one. Because we did, yes. Square, not round, heavy crust. Yeah, garlic crust. Garlic crust. What's up? Yeah. Who should I trust more? Greg or Craig? Greg. (laughs) Do you know good Greg? Oh yeah, they're solid citizens. And so when somebody reaches their hand out and they say, hi, my name's Greg. And you're like, wait, wait, is it Greg or Craig? And they go, oh, I said Craig. Then you just turn around and walk the other way. (laughs) (laughs) No, I give them benefit of the doubt, but it'd be there. (laughs) Good. Um, remember before the show, when you told me that I was your favorite daughter, how much more does that resonate for you? Does it ring even truer now? (laughs) You know, I have that coffee cup. Remember how I never have to say (laughs) that I'm your favorite daughter. Yeah, that's great. I love that. You know, we do have something in common. We're both the youngest. Yeah, girl. Okay. What is your opinion on drinking? One bottle of wine a night or one bottomless flask of tequila? Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, I think liquor's dangerous. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and anything in moderation with a few, you know, hey, let it fly. We're, we're supposed to let loose sometimes. I, I think that we're our best selves when we're not always contained or controlled or or stay within limits, you know? Totally agree. Word association. Ready? Oh. Your favorite daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Today it's you. Today it's me. This has been so fun for me. I hope you guys have gotten as much joy out of this as I have. I don't think 
I don't think you will, but um, it's only because this is my mom and I have more feelings for her than you do, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Shannon, for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. You're the best. Madre y numero uno. Karen Clicks! What we have learned from my mom, a very strong woman in my life, who is athletic, adventurous, and optimistic. Practice yoga, you are what you eat, bound out of bed every day with enthusiasm, and trust any Greg you ever meet. Keep tuning in for more awesome content on Learn, Laugh, Leap. In the coming weeks, I'll be speaking to athletes, entrepreneurs, and some other really fun and interesting guests that I'm super excited about. If you like what you've heard today, please like my podcast, share it with friends and family, and give me a five-star review. Till next time. DJ Spin in the house.